You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Eagles are at the podium and we got training camp covered here at Bleeding Green Nation with the assist from SB Nation. Of course, I'm your host, Michael Kist, and today we have two new press conferences for you. First up is Jim Schwartz. This was from Tuesday. He talks a lot about player development, especially the secondary guys. Also, BGN favorites like Mugurje Hill, who seem to be impressing everybody during these practices. Next up after him is offensive coordinator Mike Rowe from Wednesday. He gives an update on his feelings about the quarterback room and also noted that Jason Kelsey's absence in Wednesday's practice was about load management for the veteran, which is not at all uncommon for the Eagles to do throughout this process. It also gives guys like Wiz and Ciamalo some extra reps at center, so some more cross-training happening there. The Eagles feel like they have two players that can step in if need be if Kelsey were to come out for a series or what have you. Some programming notes here. It was a super light practice yesterday, so we didn't have a new BGN radio for you for that specific event, which was day six now of training camp. Day seven is about to start as I record this, and what we'll do is combine those two days of practice for a new show later today, and we'll get you up to speed on everything. Instead, what we did yesterday is I spoke with Evan Silva of EstablishedTheRun.com. We gave our win total over-unders for roughly a dozen teams around the NFL and had a great conversation. Make sure you check out that BGN radio special and subscribe on whatever app you're using to listen to this because you won't want to miss the camp updates and other great shows we have for you like the new KNS dropping tomorrow morning, which is going to be part two of our new Eye on the Enemy series on the Rams. As a total aside, I'm scrolling through the timeline right now on Twitter this morning, and I have a challenge for you, gentle listener. I want you to find me a training camp throw from Eli Manning that's actually impressive. Because all I see right now, and perhaps this is due to selection bias, but from what I've seen, it looks like Eli is throwing a beach ball into a hurricane. And I posted one of those throws on my Twitter timeline today at Michael Kist NFL from Giants beat reporter Matt Lombardo, where, and this is sad to say, the previously undefeated wheel route was in fact defeated. Now, if you're a Kist and Solak listener, you've heard us talk about the Eagles staple mesh sit wheel and the wheel in that play comes from the running back. What happens on this play is the running back releases to the flat. And if he's manned up by a linebacker, the linebacker has two choices and the quarterback has two choices. There is a route coming from the same side to pick or rub the linebacker, however you want to phrase that. If the linebacker scrapes over top of that pick, the quarterback should throw to the flat early. If the linebacker shoots underneath the pick, the running back converts his flat route into a wheel and the ball is thrown over top. In the clip, I believe it's Alec Ogletree, but he shoots under the pick, meaning that Eli should throw the wheel, which he does. He's right on that, but he's late. And honestly, all of his throws look like he's chucking a broken Frisbee at this stage of his career. So that sucker hangs in the air forever. It's picked off by Antoine Bethea, the veteran safety they brought in to New York in the offseason. So all that said, again, 
I challenge you to find an objectively impressive throw from Eli Manning at me in the mentions of it. I want to see it because I can't find one. But enough about the Giants. We're not really that concerned with them. It's just something that caught my fancy as I was putting together notes for future shows. And again, those future shows are talking with BLG later today and Solak in the morning. Look out for those. But for now, let's go to the podium. Joe Osman looks like he's uh, getting the quarterback a little bit, getting, getting through some blocks. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's um, you know, until, until you can actually get the quarterback – you know, I mean, it, he, but he's doing a good job rushing. Let's let, and I think the other thing I don't want to speak for uh, for Fip, but he's really working hard on special teams too, which is what a lot of young players need to do. Um, but you know, there's there's a big difference between looking good rushing in practice and then be able to finish them in games. And we have confidence, and when we do get live to the quarterback in our preseason games, that we'll see the same things from Joe. Do you want to see him, you know, get more reps or get get some kind of reps against first team guys like Wayne? Um, I mean, we we work a lot of different groups in a lot of different ways. You see, like a lot of times we don't match against the offense because we have everybody has different injury situations, different rotations. So he'll get plenty of opportunities that way over the course so, of uh, so camp. Sorry, yeah, he's slippery, um, and he's and he's got a little bit of hybrid skills. We're just trying to move him around a little bit and see uh, see if we can see if we can carve out a role for him. Jim, being around uh, Rizul and the OTAs, many camps, and even now, he looks bigger. Um, have you seen that uh, translate into production? And as you look at where he best fits, whether it's safety, do you have a opinion on that at this point? Yeah, all our guys need to be multidimensional. He's not going to take any safety reps in training camp. Um, and he only did last year because it was a all-hands-on-deck emergency type situation where he had to go in and play safety. Um, he has played a little bit of nickel, which is something he hasn't done in the past. But our nickels, when Craig got hurt, our nickel numbers went down, and he stepped in. And the more stuff like that you can do, I think it just helps your total understanding of the defense. I don't know if he's any bigger right now, but he's well-conditioned. Um, he's playing with confidence, and, um, and I think that you, know, you see that from guys that are in their third year and have a little bit of experience, and that's him. What's the next step for you? Um, I don't know. I mean, everybody has just different things they're working on, different um, different things they're trying to, to keep polished and different things they're trying to, to fill. But I think Camus, over the course of the last two years, has become um, better versus blockers. He's become um, more of a physical presence inside. I mean, it's everybody knows the athletic ability that he had, um, but he was always sort of considered a hybrid player or a light player. I think he's taken a, 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 a big step to being a full-time linebacker. And I, when I say full-time, I don't mean being on the field all the time, but I mean can play inside, can play outside, can take on a guard, um, can step up, step up and fill a run and play, all those kind of things. And his understanding of defense is, is really good, too. I mean, that's one of the things about having continuity and him going into his, even though it's his fourth year, it's only his third training camp. Um, just the accumulation of reps helps him. Is Tim back to where he was prior to his injury? Um, well, I'll take the injury part out of it um, because that's not my, um, that's not my expertise. I just know what he does on the field, and, and he looks as good, if not better, than I've seen him. Um, he's 
he's another guy that um, he came to us a couple years ago. He'd never played our style of defense, meaning attack up front. He had been a reader and playing that line. And it takes a little while to get guys into that, but um, he's been very disruptive, uh, more so than I ever remember him in training camp. And um, he's also been active in pass rush. He's been winning a lot of one-on-ones in our pass rush stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, I like where he is. Everything else, I, I can't say whether he's back or not. Jim, this is the first time that has been shut down with a significant injury and is rehabbing his way back. How's he handling that uh, as far as watching from the sidelines? Yeah, you guys say him. I mean, you guys probably hear him more than any other player because he's in the practice. And we ask all our guys that are doing that, whether it's Darby, Rodney, um, Jalen Mills, um, Fletch, all those guys that are working their way back to stay connected to the team. You know, some of our best players, Nigel does a great job of it. Rodney does a great job. They're always talking to the other players. And they're also sort of keeping that um, energy up during practice. And they're getting their rehab time in. They're not missing that. But they're also staying active with our, with our other guys. And I think that's important, particularly a guy like Fletch that's one of the leaders of our team. And, um, you know, it's important that he, he doesn't, that he stays in that role. Encourage for you uh, from what you saw from that first uh, live session. Oh, both of them. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm happy to see everybody walk off the field. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure when we watch film, there'll be things that you that you like. I mean, things you don't like. I mean, it's just every other practice. Thank you for Russell Douglas from last year. This time, what, what kind of steps has he made? I mean, he didn't even have a role in the defense when we started the season last year. No, he did. He had a role. I mean, it wasn't a role for you guys, but it was it was a role. I mean, in the opener, he intercepted a pass. When Darby went out, he stepped right in. And, I mean, a, a backup role was still a role. And you got to be there. They went right at him. He intercepted a pass. So, um, you know, I, he, if, you're on, if you're on the 53, you got a role. You're on the 46. You got a role. I mean, 53. You might not be active that game, but there's a, there's a role for you on the team. I mean, by definition, I, I I really think the biggest thing is just he's got some confidence. Played a little bit his rookie year. Um, what well, we won a lot of games with him out there his rookie year. Um, came back second year. Had a rough spot early on when he was playing, and then came back and and really solidified and, and did a great job for us down the stretch, as did a lot of our other guys. And, you know, when you build that, you're talking about Camus building experience in the defense and things like it, just lets you play a little bit faster, play a little bit more confidence. Um, you know, he plays the deep ball. Um, you're seeing all those things. What do you see uh, Zach Brown's role currently right now? Yeah, training camp, that's what his role is. Do whatever, uh, whatever it takes in training camp, whether it's outside linebacker, inside linebacker, Mike, all our guys play multidimensional and just work hard within the defense. Our roles and depth chart will be determined by what happens in training camp at the end, not, you know, what somebody does on an individual basis or anything else. I mean, you know, I, I, do we have a depth chart? If we have a depth chart, Stroh made it because the league makes them have to or whatever. Because, you know, that's, I mean, we have different groups that we, we run, and you'll see different guys out in there in those groups. I mean, because facts of life. All those guys, if you're on the 53, you want to play. If you're on the practice squad, you're probably going to play over the course of the year. So all those guys need to be able to cycle through, and Zach's, Zach's in that same um, in that same boat. Yeah. You, uh, you called that a 60 on that third line that got you there. One of the seasons, generally, that's been successful type of scheme for you. Why, why do you like that in those situations? 
Um, I think it fits us. Um, you know, there's one thing about me. We really don't care about how many yards we give up. It's about getting off the field on third down and keeping points down. And whether you're giving up 10 yards on the third down and long play or, um, you know, playing good red zone defense, it's all just part of the same. Um, it's all just part of the same thing. Had a couple of plays on the ball, you know, and I think that, that that's that's a big thing. He's also been available for us, you know. He's been he's been out there every day. In the first couple of the first year of his career, he wasn't, but last year he was in and out of the lineup so much in training camp. It was really hard for him to get, um, you know, to get that good run of experience and build that accumulation of steps and. You know, even though he didn't take any reps his first training camp, he, he did a lot of watching, did a lot of learning. So you're talking about another guy that's third year in a system, you know, and, and gaining confidence in the system, gaining experience in the system. Another guy that, you know, played, played some nickel last year, played some outside last year. Just think, when, when you see guys that are in that boat, Kamu and Russell and Sid and stuff like that, you're seeing the accumulation of their experience and the – and the payoff of all the reps that they've taken and some, and some of the learning on the job um, prices that they've had to pay. Some of it has been expensive um, startup costs with those guys. But, you know, eventually you get the payoff, and I think you're starting to see that from, from guys like Sid. Is physicality always going to be a little bit of an issue for him? He just doesn't have that build. You know, oh, I mean, he made a play against Colts last year. It was one of the freakiest plays I've seen. I mean, um, made a, it was a great play. Um, he's he's on the on the thinner side, but I don't think it has anything to do with the guy's ability to play uh, to play physical. Zach Brown for a second. Has he picked things up as well as you want him to? And yeah. where, where do you think he does fit if he's going to play? Right, he's a really instinctive player. Um, we saw that in the spring when we, you know he dropped he dropped right off onto the practice field and really didn't know any of our terminology, but was able to go out and. And um, and execute just because he's savvy and sort of had been around a bunch and stuff like that. Really instinctive. He's multidimensional. Um, he's a heavy blitzer. He's good in the box. He's got really good speed on the um, outside of the box. And um, you know, if he can do sh- keep showing those things for us, you know, he'll have a role. Um, but that, the role for all those guys will be determined as we go through training camp. It's not going to be earned yesterday or today or um, next week. I mean, we got a lot, a lot of ground to cover before the open. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. biggest hurdles a rookie quarterback has to face in his first training camp? Uh, shoot. That's, that's, that's a very good question, but it's probably a pretty lengthy answer. Um, and I think I've used this analogy in the past, but you know, anytime that you're new to a system and you have everything on the, on your plate, like quarterbacks do in the National Football League, not only are you trying to learn just what you have to do, uh, but you got to direct traffic for everybody else, okay? So you gotta you got to be able to spit the play call out in the huddle. And some of them are, are shorter than others, um, but that's just part of it. That's just getting the play started. Then, then once you get up there, you got to be able to react um, to what the defense is giving to you. And uh, you know, we're getting multiple looks from our defense right now, which is really good for us. It's challenging us every day offensively um, to stay stay up to, up with the defense, stay one step ahead of the defense. Um, so not only are you managing your game, but the game of the, the players in the huddle with you and then also having to react to what the defense is giving you. So there's a lot coming out of the young guy. As, as far as Clayton's done so far, what has he done well and what does he need to do better? Well, I think he's done a good job. His grasp of the system is, is good for where we are at this point, how long he's been here. Um, his ability to communicate that in the huddle, his demeanor in the huddle is really good. Um, you know, I think he does a really good job enunciating the play calls. There's no, like, what was the play? Guys hear it. Um, so he's very demonstrative in that way. I think he handles himself with poise at the line of scrimmage. Um, and now he's just getting comfortable with the reads and the progressions. You know, uh, what happens when number one and number two is not there? Where's, where's number three? Or I skip from one to three, okay, knowing exactly where that guy is and how my feet are coordinated with the throw and all those things that just take a little bit of time. We haven't had a chance to talk to Jeff Stoutland yet in this camp, but watching Andre Dillard, it sure seems like he's just smooth as glass out there. I mean, he got some time with the ones today. Uh, I like the way you said that. Yeah, he's, uh, he certainly is um, doing a really nice job. Um, he's taking the instruction that Coach Stoutland's given him. Um, as we know, you know, Coach Stoutland's one of the best line coaches uh, in, the, in the NFL and has done a great job in, in you know, bringing him up to speed. Um, and he's got a lot of the same things we we're just talking about. When we say quarterback, it's not just quarterback; it's really everybody. Everybody in their own world, looking through their straw, you know, kind of has to deal with those same things. And um, I think that you know that Andre's done a really good job of just coming in here. He's steady. Uh, he's working hard every day, and you can see him kind of settling in uh, and getting more and more comfortable and more confident each day. Well, I think Coach just does a great job of managing these guys throughout the course of camp. So there's nothing wrong uh, with, with Jason and Coach will continue to manage, you know, all the guys uh, throughout camp just to make sure that we're fresh and ready to go. Mike, as a counter to what you were saying about Clayton, Cody's here, got here late, but he's a veteran quarterback. Seems to have picked up pretty quickly yeah. where to go with the football things yeah. like that. What does he bring to y'all? Yeah, you know, um, I like the way you state that. You know, Cody's done a really good job uh, of coming in late and acclimating himself quickly to our system. He has the benefit of having been in a couple different systems in the NFL, um, coming from a pro-style offense like he played in at SC, so he's got a lot of background. Um, and once you start to build up and bank, uh, you know, different different concepts and things like that, you can fall back on that experience, and he's done a really good job with that. Um, I think he just, just like Clayton, he's really good in the huddle. He's confident. 
he's really steady in terms of you know his emotional level each and every day, and does a good job distributing the football. With uh, Kelsey out, uh, Isaac stepped in and played center and Wiz at left guard. Is that sort of how you would see that progression going? I think it was just around? a good opportunity to get Isaac some work at center. Wiz has been getting a bunch of work at center, so uh, just an opportunity to work both guys there at that spot. As you know, we're you know you never know how things could turn out over the course of the season, so just trying to um, you know be preemptive with that. Yes, it was pretty grueling practice, a lot of live periods. What, what are some of your takeaways from what the offense did, how they performed? Yeah, I thought, you know, we had some some good plays. We had some plays that, you know, we think that we need to improve on. And, uh, you know, you could even say that some about, you know, period to period. We had, you know, even we had good periods. We had some periods that um, where we probably underperformed a little bit, what our expectation is. Uh, and that's part of training camp. Um, there's a little bit of ebb and flow, you know, offense and defense of football. And uh, I just like the way the guys work. They're focused on the, on the task at hand, um, what we want to get out of the practice, uh, carrying the pads for the second day in a row. Uh, and that's, that's part of the rigors of training camp, and I thought they handled that well. Any individuals that may have stood out uh, to you? That uh, I mean, nothing that you guys wouldn't have been able to observe, you know, on, on the side. But, uh, um, you know, this game, we made some good plays down the field. Um, well, it was a really good play. Uh, JJ just heads up and then was able to show off his speed a little bit, which was, was exciting. What's yeah. it been like uh, coaching Deshaun Jackson, kind of getting to know him since he's gotten here? Uh, well, he, you know, he's been—I I think I may have said this one other time—but he's—he's uh, been a real pro since he's been here as a uh, a guy who's been in the receiver room, you know, a position coach. Uh, he, he's uniquely talented and can do just about anything that you ask him to do from a route, you know, and physical standpoint. So that's a lot of fun uh, as a coach to say, "Hey, run this route," and you can just say it and. He gets it and he can go out there and do it and then, you know, beat whoever is trying to, you know, stop him from doing that. Uh, that's exciting as, as a coach. Uh, and as a teammate, I think he's done a great job of coming in, uh, ingratiating himself uh, with his teammates and, and becoming one of the Eagles. Mike, having him out there just as a threat, how much does that open things up really for everybody else, even if he's double teamed going up? Right. That's, that's, I think that's a good question. Um, probably an even better question for Jim. Um, but... For us, we, we know that the threat, and you know, to answer from a defensive perspective, the threat is always there. You know, the quick strike is always there wherever you are on the field. So I think they need to make, you know, be cognizant of, of who's matched up on. If they want to play man to man, who's matched up on them? Are they going to match him? If they're doing that, then they're light somewhere else. Um, and you know, they're you know, just like we are, they're they're trying to get their system in and run their system. So it's not game plan oriented. But you have to know at least the guy who's lined up across from him in the back of his mind. He said, "This guy can go by me in a second. And we can, you know, we can give up seven quick. So I think that threat uh, is always helpful for any offense. I mentioned JJ yesterday showing off his speed. You know, with his contested catch ability, his size, everybody talks about that. Do you think he surprises some people with just how fast he is? I don't know that. I mean, but he, he certainly looked fast enough on that play, didn't he? I mean, uh, there was a couple guys that, that we would consider that, that run pretty well on our team and they weren't able to catch him. So um, just from our perspective, I thought that was pretty encouraging, particularly, you know, at the end of practice. Like you guys mentioned, that was, you know, that was towards the end of a two and a half, two hour and 40 minute practice. And uh, and uh, to be able to pull away like that was was pretty impressive. Can you compare Carson um, this year versus last year coming off the ACL? How much better? I'm, I'm assuming he looks a lot better in camp than he did this time last well, year. Well, I, I always uh, try not to get into comparisons, uh, whether it's one player uh, versus another guy or, you know, year over year or things like that. Uh, all I can tell you is this, is Carson is operating really well. Um, you know, I think he's, he's uh, you know, free of mind, uh, body and, and, and heart right now, and he's, um, he's a leader of our team. 
he's playing at a high level for us right now. He's, he's embracing uh, everything that we're giving him and, uh, and really doing a good job each and every day coming out here, being efficient with the football, um, spreading the ball around. You know, everybody's, uh, everybody's involved, and I think everybody's having fun right now playing offense. In Miles Sanders' case, you've not seen much of him yet. Right. You've had three more sessions. Yeah. What stood out now that you've had exposure to pads? Yeah. Um, like you said, he's we've been able to get him in there more. Uh, I think he's feeling good with his, his fitness level. I think he's getting more confident um, coming off the hamstring there in the, in the spring. And, uh, you know, he's just, he, again, he's just learning how to run our plays. Um, but there's been some plays where, you know, you look standing at it from behind where you're, you say, "Wow, you know that was that was a really good cut right there." Um, unique, unique skill level in the hole in, in a short area and being able to to uh, make quick cuts and then and then get vertical. And he's he's made some plays in the passing game down the field. Um, I know it was you know uh, uh, Vinny you know peeling out on him on the one down the field the other day, but it was still an over the shoulder you know throwing catch, really good throw by Carson and uh, good play by by Miles. On your side of the field, uh, but you're out there with him every day on the defense. You know, is there anyone that's really kind of caught your eye? Oh wow, we got a good defense. Um, we really do. I mean, they they uh, they do a lot of really good things. Their scheme is really good. They're well coached, and uh, we've got we got a lot of good players. And we got to know again. We got to know where they are. You know, like I think Joe Joe's having a really good camp. Joe Osman, um, you know, our, you know, a couple of our DBs have, have made some really good plays. Um, you know, up front, Timmy Jurgens a load. So uh, you know, we got a lot of guys. We got our hands full every day, which is great. You know, we got a great challenge. I think we're up to it uh, each and every day, but um, it's nice to have those guys on our team. Like JT was saying yesterday in that second live session when you were able to go down and score, uh, about, you know, it was more spontaneous instead of that, as opposed to that first one where it was, was scripted. Is that something that you, you look at? And I mean, we're kind of happy to see that you were able to just kind of make things up as you go, kind of in that second one. Or, and do so a lot. The, the second drive, I'm sorry. Live session yesterday, you know, and is that when you had a lot more success than the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sec, yeah, uh, we scored on the first play, right? And then we had another another good drive. Carson hit the, the deep ball to Nelly, and we were able to finish the drive off and score. Um, don't want to find ourselves in uh, third and twenty or whatever the heck we were. Uh, very often, um, percentages of, of converting that are pretty low, but it was a great. Great play, great throw by Carson, heck of a catch by Nelly, and uh, we were able to finish the drive off. So, um, you know, that's positive. Um, really our first, you know, move the ball type of period. Uh, live, like you said, that was a positive finish for us. Alshon made a few tough catches today. At this point in his career, are there still things you look for in the line and all this? Or is it just a matter of getting some time? Look for in terms of what, Zach? Oh, yeah, shoot. If, if anybody's out here doesn't think they can get better, then, then they're not in the right sport, not in the right profession. So, um, you know, I, I know Alshon's determined to, uh, to come out of here each and every day. Um, and we challenge those guys, uh, you know, get 1% better. And if we all do that collectively, you know, if you just look at it from an offensive perspective in the, in the, in the first two units and we walk off the field 22% or 44% better each day, um, then, we're, then we're doing pretty good. So, um, you know, Alshon knows he can get better. He's challenged with with uh, the little things. He knows the system. He knows the plays. He doesn't have to think about the plays anymore, which really frees up your mind and allows allows your talent to take over. And uh, I think he's really comfortable in the system and, and where he's at right now with his game as we continue to build to, to week one against Washington. Speaking of 
getting better. Greg Ward, you've had him for three summers now as a receivers coach. Right. How much has he improved just from those early days of being right. quarterback? I think he's improved a lot. I think his time, uh, um, you know, playing football in the spring uh, before that league folded really helped him. He was able to just get out there and, and, and play ball. Um, you know, as, as a receiver, you kind of can learn what works, what moves work, what releases work, you know, how I can win at the top of my route and create some separation. And you just need an accumulation of those reps. And because there's different routes all the time, you, you know, you don't get, it's like going to the driver range, bringing your whole bag, like, and, and trying to hit every club. You need to just narrow the focus down and work on a, a couple routes at a time. And the only way to do that is to have time. And he's had three years, so that's a lot of time. He's, he's run the routes enough, and he's just been in this system and one other. Uh, so the familiarity is there. He doesn't have to think about what to do. It's more about how to do it and any adjustments that I might have, might have to make based on what the defense is doing. So he's having a, a, a good camp. Yep. Yep. Thank you, guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.